There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listen to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. Who's the number one journalist around when it's going down? You know his name when he hit the town. You want the scoop, better get branded. Sports interviews, the only way you understand it. Real talk with the top news. Court side to the locker room. He's the voice for the NBA. Drafts, trades, the finals, he gon' find a way. He's on top, he don't never fall. Some call him Scoop, some call him Mr. Basketball. And ain't nobody else. Scoopy in the Radio. Oh no, it's no doubt. He's the best in the game. Radio. Yeah. TV. TV. Podcast. Scoop B. I say it's radio. TV. Podcast. Scoop B. I said Scoopy Radio. Everywhere you need to be. I am your host, Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Scoopy Radio is available on all streaming platforms. Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, iHeartRadio, or simply by visiting Scoopy Radio. 20 million streams and annually. And one of the reasons why is because we have newsmakers like the person looking at me right now, Taylor Rooks. What's going on? Hey, Scoop. Everything is good. It's great to see you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course. February is your month, I heard. And um, you are making it happen between Super Bowl, between All-Star Weekend. Um, When you're not on the road, what is one thing you enjoy doing that keeps you sane? Oh my gosh, my dog Bean. She's right here, but she's wants to come here, Bean. Come here. Ba. Up. Up. See her there. She hey. is. My favorite. Yeah. So she is um, she keeps me saying I love her so much. I'm very obsessed. Uh, but she's the best. She's the sweetest. And you know, dogs just make you feel good and they love you so much and you love them. So I would say hanging out with Bean is my favorite. Bean, Bean is a gem. My dog, Percy, he is at the dog center now. They have to go have a dog park date sometime soon. Oh, my goodness. I would love that. She loves new friends. She loves dogs. She honestly loves people more than dogs. So she might uh-huh. hang out with you more than she hangs out with Percy. But uh-huh. she loves me, Percy. We, we got to set it up. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. This season has been, you know, like I've had this conversation with my producer. In years past, you look at... um 
15, well, more so 17, 18, right? You looked at the Cavs, you looked at the Warriors, you just knew. Same bad time, same bad channel, right? But this year, it's anybody's game in the East and the West. Mm-hmm. You look I, at... Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, ladies first. I was just going to say, I don't know what your question was, but I had that same thought, actually, when Scoop I was talking to Bam about it. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're kind of in this changing of the guards moment in the NBA, because the reason we had that lack of parity is because you kind of knew who those guys were. You had your stars, you knew, okay, when LeBron's on a team, they're going to get there. You just had an idea of the formula for the NBA. But now that we're seeing, you know, these younger guys start to take over, start to be the talent. We're seeing some of the people that we're used to loving watching and playing phase out some that is allowing these question marks because right now everyone is in the kind of in the arena to be that guy. And every, you know, team has somebody who has that potential and has a possibility to be that guy. And that is lending to these big performances. And also this kind of, it's wide open. Let's figure it out and see who can get, who can get the win. You know, even when you look at the all-stars, I think 19 of them were under 30. And like 12 of them were under 26, right? Or 26 and under. So Mm -hmm. there's just, it's new talent um, coming into the league, which is allowing us to to really want to know, okay, who's going to actually ultimately win it all? The changing of the guard, I think is a good thing. Uh, LeBron is cool. KD's cool. Kyrie's cool. But like, there are other people who are out there too. Yeah, absolutely. And we're seeing it and they're really exciting. And it's just, it's really been nice to see players, I think, just come into their own and also those players really recognizing and understanding that there, this is a moment for them that they can take advantage of. So I've enjoyed this season. Obviously, like I love watching LeBron. I'm so sad that it's going to be hurt. I'm sad that, you know, the end might be, you know, inside in a few years. Don't put that out there, Taylor. Don't put that out there. But I mean, I think it's, it's in the foreseeable future, right? Um, but, you know, so many of my just basketball memories are tied to watching LeBron, you know, tied to watching this guy. So I, I love that we have this new crop, you new fresh crop, but I'm also, you know, sad that we have the new fresh crop because that means that, you know, some people might be might be ending soon. And Bam even said himself, he said that changing of the guards moment does not happen until LeBron, Le- LeBron retires. Scoop B Radio. Before we start talking about the new generation more, because I love your fresh perspective, what is one of your favorite LeBron moments as a player? It's a really good question. I mean, I think you just kind of have to go at the block. Like that is that is a, a memory that is always in my mind whenever somebody says LeBron. Um, but you know what's really cool too? Now I might just think about him passing the scoring record because okay. You know, that just happened and it was so special. And you just, you could feel everyone around the NBA really absorbing just the the gravity um, of what LeBron has meant to this game. Uh, So those two kind of stick out, stick out the most to me. And also too, I I posted this the night that, the night that he broke that scoring record. When I was 19 years old, I got to interview LeBron and it was like the first time I really like sat down and was able to speak to like an NBA superstar and you know how it is with interviews, just the fact that somebody gave you their time and their words is so important. So when I think about LeBron, I really do think about just how good he's been to people. Um, and that sticks out to me as well. And you, you mentioned the LeBron block, you know, you made it when you had mentioned in Nicki Minaj's song talking about Eagle Dollar Block Block. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, it's that's when you know you're global. <laughs> yes, yes. D- to go back to the whole conversation about uh, the new generation um, in your travels this season, mm-hmm. 
what uh, I guess new face or fresher face that still making its way to the national audience have you enjoyed getting to know? I've seen you play pool with people. I've seen you do a myriad of things. Who is somebody that you've gotten to know that, that people should be maybe be maybe paying more attention to and and really should take take heed to? Hmm, that's a good question. I haven't really haven't really thought about. I mean, like I feel like I've mentioned him eighty times in this interview because I literally just interviewed him. But like Bam Adebayo, Scoop I'm like always super impressed with. And whenever I sit down with him and do interviews. Um, he just has a really good perspective. He's super honest um, about the game, about himself. Um, and that is really refreshing. Um, DeJounte Murray as well is someone I would say when he's in like that right situation, like DeJounte really is just a dog. I really enjoy watching DeJounte play. He also plays for my team. He plays for the Hawks. So um, <laughs> I'm a little biased in that. But yeah, we um, he I just did a feature with him actually and we went bowling and he just kind of, you know, talked about his journey and how he's grown up and how that impacts the way that he plays basketball. And he's just he's just like a really good, solid human being. Um, so that's somebody else that I that I enjoy as well. Those two names come to the top of my head right now, but I'll think of if any more. Oh, I really, really like Tyrese Halliburton. Um, cool yeah, I really, really like Tyrese. Super nice, super funny, super cool. Um, obviously, like a great basketball player, but I also love that, like he plays basketball his way. He doesn't get caught up and you know wanting to be the hero, wanting to change his game, wanting to be the guy that's chucking up shots, making threes all the time. He knows that at the heart of his game, it's being a great passer, being a great teammate, being that glue guy. He excels in that. Um, and I think that with the way the NBA is now, it's easy for people to feel like they have to adapt to fix it. Um, but he has adapted in ways that fit the way that he wants to play the game. Um, so I would say, I'd say those three. I don't know if they count because all of them have been all-stars at some point, but those are the, you know, some, kind of some younger guys uh, that are fun to watch. This is Halliburton's first all-star appearance, much to the chagrin of some, um, and he yeah. made it happen. But um, nah, that, that that's that's definitely um, what I was looking for. Um, and, and you bring that fresh perspective. Gwinnett County's own uh, Taylor Rooks joins us over at Scoopy Radio. Subscribe Radio. on all platforms. Speaking of Gwinnett County, you recently, uh, I saw on your Instagram, took your dad with you and you guys sat courtside at a Hawks game. On a scale of one to 10, how cool was that? Oh, like a 20. You know, I think I, I feel very lucky and blessed and grateful that I get to, you know, give really fun experiences and memories to people that I love so much. And, you know, my dad has been to plenty of games. We've gone to games together, but it's never a line for us to, for him to be able to be at a game where I go and I'm on the floor. And that is something that my dad has really wanted to do. He loves sports. He loves basketball. And he is actually from St. Louis. Both my mom and dad's families are from St. Louis. He was born in East St. Louis, grew up in St. Louis. And so he wanted to be able to watch Bradley Beal. So mm -hmm. the Hawks played the Wizards. He was like, that's what I want to go to. I'm really happy that it worked out. He loved it, you know, but once you sit on that floor, it's hard to go back. So he's yeah, like, all right, yeah. I have to sit here every single game. But it was just nice because my dad has played such a major role um, in just my love for this. And just also, you know, the, the sculpting of myself, right? Like my dad never made me think that I couldn't do something. He believed in me so much. He told me every day how much he believed in me. And I just feel really lucky that I was able to, in even the smallest way, you know, give him something that he really wanted because 
I, he's the reason that I get to do what I do now. So I just really cherish that. And, you know, it just really made me also think like, you gotta, if you have, you know, both your parents here on this earth, really taking that time to just like love on them and give them appreciation is something that I'm really trying to be even more intentional about. Um, so it just, it made me really happy to be able to do it. I think it was the great Murphy Lee who said he's so St. Louis, as his tattooist, he's like the water boy who said, you can do it. Tell me something. Yes. <laughs> exactly. He's when, a great philosopher. Yes. Philosophical as I don't know what. Tell me something. <laughs> When your dad sat courtside at that game, was he shocked at how much junk players talk to refs sitting courtside? He was like, wow, they talk so much. You know, it's like to refs, to each other. He even remarked, it's, like, it's so much faster, right? Like yeah. when you're sitting right there, you realize how fast it is. It's like when they're sitting there and they're trying to pull up and people are closing out on you, it is happening way quicker than what it looks like on, on TV. Uh, so he just really enjoyed feeling like he could, he could get in the game or something if he really wanted to. So it was, it was nice. And he got to, you know, see Bradley and, you know, and he got to see Trey and DeJounte and he got to meet two chains and Adam Silver, you know, so it was just like a really nice time. And I'm happy that I did it. Learn me something. That's my late grandmother would say um, that transition for you doing, um, football on Thursday night at Amazon. Uh, obviously, you did Big Ten Network, I think, before you were at SNY. You went to SNY, then Turner. And how much of a transition was that for you? Because this is a totally different sport professionally covering it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a transition just professionally because it isn't what I was doing all the time. But personally, it wasn't a huge transition just because I'm Southern. Football is my sport. So I've always loved football more than I have loved basketball. So it was really nice to be able to get in that arena. I love basketball, but it's like we eat, breathe, sleep football down south. Uh -huh. So it's really nice to do Thursday night football and be able to, to dive into that. But I think that the bigger transition was actually going to do shoulder programming right so being a part of like the actual broadcast doing pre-game show having some things that could potentially be in post-game like that was a difference just you know understanding the different eyes and the exposure on the sport um but I loved it you know I already missed that there's an football crew it becomes such a just like a fabric of what you're doing because you see them every Thursday for an entire football season you have dinners every Wednesday night so it's just it was really great and I, I'm excited to do it next year as well I see acting in your future. I'll take it. I love movies. I love TV shows. I haven't thought about it, but I've had a few cameos every now and then, but playing you is different than playing someone else, but I'll take it as a compliment. Thank you. If you had the choice to play anyone in a film, who mm -hmm. would it be and why? Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. Um, if I could play anyone in a film. I mean, I love Winnie Houston. I love Lauren Hill. Um, I love Oprah. There's so many just like black women I admire so much. Um, any of those, I guess, and not because I act like them or look like them or anything, because I don't, but just because they're people that I admire and, and I love their, love their careers. Um, yeah. I love Toni Morrison. So many people, any of those, I'd say. Yo, when you started, career, who's you know behind me, but of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, as I heard you say Lauren Hill, oh, you know what I heard in my brain as soon as you start yeah. saying it? 
It's funny how money changes situations. Miscommunications lead to complications. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to listen to that when we finish talking today. You should. I might turn on X Factor because that's my like favorite song of literally all time. Um, but yeah, no, I just think there are so many Black women that have meant so much to just like the fabric of our society and our culture. And we are all like Black women just in general, they set the tone. We create culture. We are tastemakers. So it would be my honor to play literally any Black woman. So, And you may mention the fact that Pam Greer is in the next room over there. Your favorite Pam Greer movie would be? Uh, I mean, like, obviously, I want to say Foxy Brown, but it's just it feels like that's like the easy answer. But I, I have to say Foxy Brown. I mean, I dressed up as Foxy P- Pam Greer as Foxy Brown uh, two years ago for Halloween. So I think I'd say Foxy Brown. You made mention of the fact that football is in your veins, being a Southern gal, Southern gym. Basketball is obviously your bread and butter at, at Turner. But what is one sport that you wish Mm-hmm. You could either learn or spend more time covering. Great, great question. A sport that I would love to spend more time covering. I think tennis. Hmm. No, because I love watching tennis, like when the US Open is on, but I'm a very casual tennis fan, you know? Um, but I think really knowing the ins and outs of tennis would be fun, especially because that's another sport where you're seeing just like newer talent coming in this moment, which is super exciting. Um, soccer, I really love watching the World Cup. So it'd be nice to, you know, be a little bit more, you know, consumed into the soccer world. But I think I would first say tennis. I would like to cover cover tennis for sure. Y'all are listening over at the network. Get this, get this little lady. <laughs> More tennis. Yeah, tennis players for the show. I don't have to be like super ingrained, but being able to interview tennis players could be really nice. Probably a dumb question, but who's on your tennis wish list of, of interviewees? Oh yeah, you know it's a dumb question because Serena's number one. <laughs> uh no, Serena Venus. I actually j- literally just interviewed Naomi Osaka for a women's conference. So that was that was really, really cool. Um it'd be nice to, you know, talk to Billie Jean King. Um, so many different people. I would say, but Serena, of course, is like at the very tip, tip, tip top. You know, another thing that I really love about tennis, I was saying this to my my friend the other day. I think for a lot of people, like when they think of tennis, they think of women. I think that's really, really important too, because women have just dominated tennis. Uh, And I just think it's been a really nice space uh, for women, the way that every single sport should be like a nice space for women. But I I really think that's, that really speaks to also just the dominance of women in the sport, how good they are. Um, But that is another reason I think I gravitate towards it as well. Women set the trends. Tell me something. What are three things in your travels that are musts in your suitcase that you can't leave home without? Hmm. Well, number one, moisturizer. You know, skin is skin is the thing. So I need I need to pack the moisturizer. I always need. I always travel with a clipboard. Um, because I never know how my setup is going to be for my interviews. If I'll be able to have like a table for my phone and my notes, if I'll, you know, what, what it's going to be, will we just have chairs Will I need my lap? So I always have the clipboard just in case. Um, and this isn't a thing, um, but in terms, I'm on a plane so much. So I always have to make sure I have some shows downloaded, things to watch, and then always a good book. 
uh, that's necessary because I am literally on a plane like three times a week. Um, so that's what I'd say. Yeah. On game days, mm -hmm. do you bring your heels to wear and a change of shoes after the game? <laughs> I do. I do. It's like you want to hold off putting on the shoes until the very last minute. And the minute that you can take them off, you take them off. So, yeah, I always have my my little Nike slides on. Uh, and then when it's showtime, you put the shoes on. But no, one thing I don't do with the shoes is like take a break during. I'm like, OK, flats are for quitters. I'm only putting these shoes on at the end. And then when I, you know, when I take them off in the beginning. So but yes, you always have to have a pair to be safe. If not slides, what are your most comfortable go-to comfort shoes? Scooby Radio. I mean, I don't know if this counts, but I love Crocs. Like yes, do. Crocs might be the most comfortable shoe out there. And I love uh, Salehi's Crocs. Those like the, the green, nice kind of textured ones. Mm -hmm. Love. Had them on today. So I'd say Crocs if I can't just do the, the quick, easy slides. Best... The city that you like going to the most for food when you're on assignment? Chicago or New Orleans. Now you speak in my language. Yeah, Chicago or New Orleans. Chicago is my favorite Scoop city. B radio. Yes. Yeah. Um, playlist while you're home. Sade or Rockefeller? Sade. Okay. That's just that's my uh, that is my vibe. That's where I live. Like that is exactly what I'm trying to listen to is like that that vein of music. But it isn't even just like I just generally love older music. Like that's just my my favorite. I love Donny Hathaway. I loved Barge. I know I mentioned Lauren Hill. Love Lauren. Love Sade. Like love Anita Baker. I just that Sunday morning cleaning music is what I just listen to all the time. <laughs> When did you know that you knew that your work was being recognized when you were at the airport? How long ago did it get too much when people were stopping you? Um, well, it's never too much for me. I honestly love meeting new people. Uh, I would hope that any person would say they met me and be like, oh, she like I will sit and talk to you forever. You know, I, I really enjoy talking to people that consume the work because I literally can only do it because these people consume the work. So I'm very thankful for people that watch and supporters Scoop and all those B things. Um, but honestly, weirdly enough, the thing that really made people pay attention to the work was when I interviewed Michael Beasley at SNY. Yes. And I, I instantly remember because the next day after it came out, I was like stopped on the streets of New York. And I that didn't really happen a lot, even though I was at SNY, but people were like, I saw your interview and it just kind of shows the power of the internet. And when something goes viral, people really do start to mm -hmm. just pay attention. Um, and I, for me, that was just kind of like a, a seminal moment in my career was, was that interview, I'd say. The internet says that people during, especially during that time at SNY, guys would just say whatever to you. I remember there was Beasley, there was Jalen Brown. In your mind, is that really a thing or is it coincidental? So when people say that, I always think it's interesting because what they're really saying is that when you sit down with Taylor, she's going to ask you real questions and you'll get real answers. Mm -hmm. I think that it makes them feel, you know, more comfortable to make the funny joke of like, oh, if they sit with her, they're going to be crazy. But really, you're you're complimenting the fact that 
you know what you're going to get from my interviews because I do my research. I do my prep. I do my work. The people I interview respect me. They want to give me their time and their words and they'll sit in this chair and talk. And I create an environment that allows you to be yourself and an environment where you trust the person talking to you, you know, an environment where you want to discuss things that you haven't discussed. And those things people say begins with the way that I ask questions and interviewing is a skill. Being mm-hmm. able to get people to say new things is a skill. I don't really think that there's a point in interviewing an athlete if they're not going to say something new, right? Like it's these interviews should be revelations. It should be a moment for, you know, people to to really be able to dive deep and ask them questions that they actually have to think about. So yes, I definitely like see the the jokes and the tweets, you know, it's hard not to when you're getting at it all the time, but it is something that I think that, yeah, people don't even really recognize that if you say, oh, whenever they sit down with her, I'm going to say something crazy. That is a compliment to the work that I put in uh, to know that if if I'm doing an interview, it's it's going to be a banger. We're going to really talk. You know, there will be fun moments. There will be serious moments. There will be moments where you can discuss things that you haven't. But that is literally what I want the ethos of my interviews to be. So I would say thanks if that's what you think. And that means that I'm doing literally exactly what I want to do with my work. You know, there's, there's, when you enter into this space, you, you are trying to figure out what exactly is your strength. Like, what's the thing do you want to do? Do you want to host? Do you want to be a silent reporter? Do you want to be an insider? And I think that for me, I knew that it wasn't any of those solely. I knew what I was good at was interviewing. I, I describe myself as an interviewer. And so if you're going to be an interviewer, you better have interviews where people are saying something new, you know, because that is the point. That is the thing that I try to perfect. That is my craft. That's my sport. So I uh, I hope that in every interview, the person I'm interviewing walks away from it feeling like they were able to be themselves. And I walk away from it feeling like I allowed them to be. That's always my hope. Tell me something new. Non-sports related. Who is on your interview wish list? Not sports related interview wish lists. Every person's coming to mind is sports related, so I'm (laughs) not sports related person. Like Michelle Obama, Denzel. I would love to interview. Um, yeah, I mean, geez, my life revolves around sports. Literally every person coming to my mind has something to do with sports. But I think like, honestly, number one is Michelle Obama. I would love to just see her in like sit down situations. Her book Becoming resonated with me a lot. Um, so it'd be nice to interview her. I also, there's this author that I really, really like. Um, his One of his book, books, it's called On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. He's like a poet at heart, but Ocean Vuong is his name. That's like kind of a niche answer, but I really, really enjoyed his book and I would love to interview him about it. But yeah, that's who comes to mind right now. On an off day, at home, being a homebody, bumming it. Basketball shorts or sweatpants? Sweatpants. Easy. Amen. Very easy answer. Love, love the sweats. If I could do the job in sweats, I'd do the job in sweats. And uh, there's times that I have. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, I say sweats. Do you play video games? I play one video game and I'm very good at it. Let you play. I started playing it a long time ago. No, it's an old game. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is like my favorite thing to Scoop do. Is sit and play Kingdom Hearts. Do you know what that is? Heard of it. I, it's not, I'm a 2K guy, but I, I know of it. Tell me more about yeah, it. So I'm not a gamer in that way. Like, so Kingdom Hearts is a, like, it's an RPG. You mm -hmm. go into Disney movies and I fell in love with it when I was younger. And it's just like, I literally, I still play it on a PS2 and I have a, like a tiny TV that has those plugs, you know, the red, yeah, yellow. AV. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Cause that's the only way you can still play it on PS2. And I enjoy playing both Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 on the PS2 specifically, because that's how I learned to play it. Um, so I play that game. And I'm thinking about getting the Harry Potter game because everyone says it's fun, but like the only game I play is Kingdom Hearts. So I'm in no way a game or anything except for that. I'm very good. I've beat it so many times. I, I don't even know. But every time I replay it, it's just as fun. You learn something new every day, Taylor Brooks. Not, look at that. That is, I don't think I've ever said it in an interview. So I'll, that is a, a revelation. <laughs> a couple more questions. One, if you had your druthers, who do you like in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference? To take it all the way in the Pyrenees. I mean, you know, right now there's so much hype around the Suns. I'm like, okay, West is the Suns. Like at this point, they got to get it done. So I'm, I'm gonna say the Suns in the East. I mean, it's Celtics or the Bucks. Um, I think the Celtics could do it again. I'm gonna go Celtics. How fun would that be? Yeah. How fun would a Celtics Suns finals be? Who's what's your pick? I have the Celtics out out in the East. I want it to be. I want. I wanted it to be Brooklyn and the Clippers, but that ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want it to be Celtics Clippers. I love it and. Clippers, I can totally see. I feel like, I'm not going to lie, I think me and a lot of people, it's kind of prisoners of the moment right now with the Suns, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but Clippers, you know, if you are getting playoff P in the way that he needs to be and you're getting Kawhi, I mean, that's a very hard team to be. So, like, it could, it could be the Clippers or the Suns. I think the West is probably a bit more open is not the right word, but for lack of better word, open than the East, I think. To me, the East, it kind of comes down to the Celtics or the Bucks. If Lamar Jackson doesn't resign with the Baltimore Ravens, where would you like Go to go? Falcons! Hey, listen, I'm hey. going to. <laughs> I should have known. Love I'd love it. I'm like, Arthur Blank, come on, let's do it. But no, I would, I would love to have Lamar in Atlanta. It's also, too, just historically, Atlanta would embrace him so much. And I don't even just mean like culturally because of what Atlanta is like. I mean, like, we were the place where everybody was just captivated by Michael Vick. And you obviously know, you know, the way everybody, you know, compares Lamar Michael. Michael Vick has talked about, you know, what he sees in Lamar. I know that there just is this, you know, you know, very nice kind of um appreciation between the two of them. But it would just be a really nice moment and story, I think, in terms of what it means to be a black quarterback in that city and just what it means to be a quarterback. I always tell people growing up, I didn't know that it was like weird to have a black quarterback that it was something that people didn't know because I grew up my quarterback was Michael Vick so I'm like oh yeah 
we have this great talented guy he's great i'm cheering for him you know every sunday and it's michael vick um and i think that that is really special for me because the way you know people use language to try to tear down black quarterbacks that has never been anything that i have seen i know the black quarterbacks are capable i know that they are just as talented if not more talented than the way people try to frame them um and I credit a lot of that to the fact that I was able to be in Atlanta and watch Michael Vick and understand just how special he was and how special that moment in time was, you know, of my Vick jersey dress at school, everybody had the number seven, like it was just, it was such a, a fun, fun time. And it would just be really nice for Lamar to be in Atlanta. So I'd love that. Not a bad look, Miss Rooks. Here's the good news. You're off the hot seat. Am I? Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was really great talking to you. I'm so happy we made this happen. Of course. You're busy. I'm busy. But we find ways to make business come together to put together perfect content. Ma'am, thank you so much for your time. You are fantastic. It was so great to do this. And I am happy to come back anytime. Thank you so much for thinking of me. My pleasure. This is Scooby Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Kaboom! Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.